and welcome to the Interior Design MBA podcast. I'm your host, David Shepard, and my goal is to share with you the most successful and often simplest strategies available to interior designers to improve their bottom lines, find more time to design, and generally enjoy life more by earning what they deserve. Now, let's get started. This may seem like an odd topic to those who have worked with me for years. After all, I'm the guy who says you should have at most three primary methods of marketing and work to improve those month after month for years. For some coaching clients, I've even recommended focusing on just one marketing method, often a form of influencer marketing. Yet here I am offering 25? Well, that's just because I can't predict which three of these will resonate with you. And frankly, some of them are not really full-blown marketing strategies, but simply reminders of small things that can make a difference if you'll take the time to do them right and use them consistently. Most of these ideas are actually from an article in Forbes magazine, though I've taken them and put the interior design spin on them. So, well, let's just get started. One, perfect your pitch. You've certainly heard of an elevator pitch or some other descriptor for the 30-second version of your value proposition, explaining why someone should choose you over others. But have you ever written it down and practiced saying it out loud? I often reference Donald Miller's great book, Creating a Story Brand, as his book provides the best process I've come across for distilling your brand down into what he calls a one-liner. If you haven't read it, consider it mandatory. That's Creating a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Two, get involved in your community. I've also written about this area, which is absolutely rich with opportunities. Whether it's giving back, perhaps offering to spruce up spaces for shelters of various kinds, to networking with the affluent at charity events, to a basic premeditated word-of-mouth strategy, this is a perfect example of things many designers do when they're younger and perhaps hungrier, and then wonder later why they ever stopped. Three, ask for referrals. A lot of designers are sheepish about this, but there are ways to ask for referrals without actually asking. One of the best is a gifting strategy, which is at the heart of my six-week masterclass called How to Catch a Whale. Get clever. Send bottles of wine or gift certificates for the best steak dinner in town or the upcoming NBA game. This reminds people that you are still around and active, and the opportunity for them to mention you to others is implied. Or, for those more bold, don't hesitate to actually ask. Try something like this. Hey, Betty, how are you guys enjoying your house? Great. Well, listen, I'm looking at my spring calendar, and we've got room to take on just one or two more major projects, so we're reaching out to our best clients first to make sure they and their friends and relatives get first priority. Is there anyone you can think of that I should contact that might be moving, building, buying a second home, or whatever? Four, consider a leads group. Every major city has them, and they can be highly effective if you work them. The idea is that a group of 8 to 10 get together once a week for breakfast to share leads. 
Typical members would include a realtor, stockbroker, CPA, lawyer, etc., all non-competing. But few of those groups have an interior designer, which could be good news for you. Just make sure it's a group that targets high net worth individuals. Consider local trade shows. You'll have to make sure that the brand of the show matches yours. But surely the thought of sitting in one place, your booth, as hundreds of people come to you is enticing. I mentioned brand because a typical home show might be too lowbrow for you, but some communities have shows especially for affluent goods and services. I know of designers who have paid as much as $30,000 to have a booth at one such show. But, alas, it's not clear that it paid for itself. You may also be able to find shows that attract affluent people that have nothing to do with interior design, which could be the best of all worlds. One such event is the Junior League Christmas Affair that is held in major cities. I know an artist who sells out his entire year of family portraits by hosting a booth at only one show in only one city each year. Yep, I bought one. Six, apply for awards. Whether this is the Best of Award sponsored by your local business journal or a National Interior Design Award, the publicity received can be meaningful. Of course, applying for national awards can almost become a full-time job. In fact, I have a consulting client who devotes a full-time employee to this ongoing process. The PR has done wonders for them as they consistently win multiple awards every year. 7. Target Influencers Architects, builders, realtors, you might also want to add members of the local media to your list. I am not, by the way, using influencers in the popular social media way, such as paying Kim Kardashian her going rate of $250,000 for a single Instagram post. What world are we living in? Rather, I'm referring to people in your community who may come into contact with potential customers for you. 8. Collaborate with other businesses. Similar to a leads group, why not partner up with a business that already has the clients you want to meet? Perhaps you can work with a wealth management firm or jet aircraft charter company to bring in a speaker, author, artist, etc., and host a dinner, perhaps at the BMW showroom after hours. 9. Brush up on your email skills. It's funny that with all the focus on social media over the past few years, we sometimes hear that email is dead, that everything goes to spam, that no one opens email anymore. Well, take it from one who knows, that couldn't be more wrong. In fact, email is still perhaps the most effective marketing tool available to you. Dust off that old constant contact list or those old blog subscribers along with past customers and make them an offer via email. Include a strong call to action, something they can say yes to, be it an invitation for coffee or a free consultation. 10. Find an affiliate. There may be someone who is a networking fool within the circles you'd like to infiltrate. Maybe it's a real estate agent or someone selling custom jewelry or suits. But if you can find someone who just happens to be a 10 times better salesperson than you, why not offer them a fee? 
for any leads they provide. 11. Offer to speak. Come up with your own unique topic ranging from the history of design in your region to trends, to values, to how-to, and on and on. Offer that to chambers, banks, design centers, wealth managers, real estate firms, kitchen and bath showrooms, and more. 12. Write a book. Whether an ebook or a self-published book, the visual of a cover and the coveted title author still carries a lot of clout with many prospects and prospective influencers. There are some great books on how to get organized and crank out your own book in 90 days. Don't strive for war and peace. Just get something finished. You can have a slick professional cover designed on Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, or other sites for peanuts. Hey, this is David. I'll get back to the show in just one minute, but I want to ask you a quick question. How would your business and life be improved if you could win just one or two truly major projects each year, or what I call catching a whale? I actually know the answer to that because I have analyzed the financial statements of hundreds of design firms, from sole practitioners to large companies, and one thing is true. Those that create true wealth over time for their owners always get their fair share of whales. I used that research to find out how they catch those whales and have put the results into a six-week master class for you. This incredible program will show you how to get architects, builders, realtors, and other key influencers in your market to hand you their best design projects on a silver platter all without you having to cold call, market online, or sell. Go to idmba.org today and register for an information session on how to catch a whale. That's idmba.org. Now, back to the show. 13. Host an event. I mention this often because I love event marketing. It's such a great non-threatening way to contact just those you want to mingle with. If you have a great office or showroom, don't hesitate to use it. Otherwise, shop your community for unusual venues. As I've mentioned, several designers I've worked with have arranged to host events at luxury car dealerships and one in a hangar filled with jet aircraft. I just returned from an Audi high-performance driving school and most of the other attendees were there thanks to one sponsor who had paid for them to go. There was a seated dinner and open bar. Thankfully, after the driving part was over. <laughs> Put on your thinking cap. <laughs> 14. Publish your own magazine. Sure, you could take out an ad in one of the publications that are mailed only to high-income zip codes in your neighborhoods, but you could also go one step farther and publish your own magazine for your own markets. One consulting client of mine has effectively advertised in such magazines. I admit this runs the risk of becoming a completely separate business model, but there are companies that will create a magazine for you and even fill it with relevant content. It's not cheap, for sure, but could be a source of amazing clients. 15. Repurpose your content. What have you already written over the past 20 years? Blog posts, articles, client notes, etc. that could be pulled together for special reports, ebooks, calendars, or other content that could be used online and in direct mail campaigns. Hire someone on Fiverr or similar site to pull it all together for you. 
16. Offer coupons. You're always looking for a reason to get customers to act now. So don't think it's beneath you to give them a financial incentive. This is easiest to envision for designers who have retail fronts and can just say 50% off this weekend only or before a certain date. Of course, if you're keystoning products, marking them up 100%, then you know you'll break even on any sales and you'll introduce a new customer to your store and your design services. If you don't have a retail arm, this can still work a discount, a coupon for hours or bundles of services. 17. Run a contest. Maybe you've been holding on to that wonderful armoire, now stuffed in that cluttered storage room at your office, that you paid $2,000 for six years ago. Why not give it away in a contest that can be promoted via email, social media, paid ads, direct mail, and other means? 18, or just give it away to a local charity, school, church, or shelter and take a deduction while also getting some favorable PR for it. It also feels good. My family gave my father's Steinway Grand Piano to the Rice University School of Music after he passed away. That school happens to be called the Shepherd School, <laughs> but that's a different story. 19, start up your email newsletter. This is one of those things that many designers used to do, but then convinced or sold that social media was better. They moved on to blogging, posting, pinning, liking, etc. But guess what? <laughs> I've worked with designers who have never stopped sending their weekly email newsletter, and it's better than all those other things combined in terms of generating great leads. 20. Brand your vehicle. I know you're imagining a little magnetic plastic sign like the supplements or weight loss people put on the sides of their cars and you're feeling sick at your stomach. Fine, but hold on a second. I've always advocated placing a sign in your client's yard during a project, just like the builders and architects do. And many designers feel squeamish about that. Oh, the HOA won't allow it, or some such excuse, to which I reply, better to ask for forgiveness than permission. But the idea is to get eyes on your brand from the neighbors who are driving by that project all day long. So, if not a sign in the yard, maybe a car or a van. And if not your personal car, to out there to have your Lexus painted up, perhaps you can justify a really nice van or truck that can be professionally wrapped in a way that is cool, awesome, unique, and gets the branding job done. 21. Create awesome business cards. Sure, this sounds sophomoric, but please look at your card right now. How long has it been since you've considered an update? Does it stand out? Does it convey your brand? You have read Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller, haven't you? 22. Make it personal. Do something seriously nice for your best 20 clients from the past five years and ask for absolutely nothing in return. Spend $100 on each one, and it will be the best $2,000 marketing investment you'll make this year, even if I can't tell you exactly why. 23. Update your email signature and that of any employees you have. Does it have the right tagline with it? Does it click through to something cool? Don't miss this opportunity to upgrade something that once it's done, it's 
done. 24. Do something bizarre. Word art, a flash mob, graffiti, street art, falling under the heading of guerrilla marketing. These are just a few of the countless examples for those who are feeling frisky. Just Google guerrilla marketing if you want to be inspired. Please, try not to end up in jail, though, hmm, that too could make for an interesting story. And finally, 25, love to learn selling. I know it's not the norm for interior designers. You didn't get into this field because you want to wear a plaid jacket, smoke a big cigar, and slap people on the back as you're saying, what will it take to put you in one of these designs today? But it is possible to learn to love to sell if you can just sell the most important person first, you. In fact, there are those who would argue that the only reason someone doesn't sell, sell, sell all day long is because they don't really believe strongly enough in what they're selling. Huh. And now you have 25 new ways to think about marketing. Can you choose three from this list to truly commit to and master? That's the key. This is David Shepard, and with every episode of this podcast, I will try to simplify your business, improve your bottom line, and make running your business more fun. Be sure and subscribe to the Interior Design MBA podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. You can also find episodes on our website at idmba.org, along with our great courses, including the Interior Design MBA Certification Program. Now, go earn what you deserve. <laughs>